All right, welcome to a uh, really special episode of Inappropriate Earl. We've had a bit of a hiatus while we shuffle the organizational chart here. Uh, that and I can't get anyone to come to my house. So um, actually this week's guest I had to pick up. So it reminds me back to my early days when I was picking up the podcast guest. So, uh, you know, if you guys uh, want more celebrity guests, well, you drive them to my house and I'll get them. So uh, now that we got the business talk out of the way, uh, a good friend of mine on the show today, he's, uh, you know, uh, one of the most beloved members in the L.A. comedy community, which is uh, like saying you're the skinniest fat chick on The Biggest Loser. It doesn't take a lot to be loved in this business, and especially in the, the sludge of L.A. comedy or Everyone will stab you in the back and then tell you what a great set you had after you fucking ate it for 10 minutes on stage. Uh, this guy is loved everywhere. You might know him as the autistic thunder. Uh, you might know him as Josh Meyerwitz. And if you're a fan of Roast Battle, you know him as the uh, audience uh, hype man, uh, autistic hype man. And uh, if you listen to Kill Tony, uh, he was the... Uh, Really, probably the best Patriot uh, after the original guy went nuts. And uh, then uh, Autistic Patriot. And uh, I was lucky enough to fill in for him for a few uh, episodes until he was uh, back from his sabbatical. <laughs> so uh, put your grubby, sweaty, smelly, stinky, unwashed hands together for the one, the only, Mr. Joshua Meyerwitz. Uh, thank you, Earl. I appreciate it. A very loving intro. I hope. I hope people don't think this is like some gimmick with the autism thing. I'm autistic, but like I'm not an autistic comic. I just got to talk about it because I'm a human being and I'm a comedian and got to bring it up for comedy's sake. Well, uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you're definitely autistic. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't uh, think this yeah, is can't a fucking... Run, I can't run away from that. I, op, I really can't re run away from that. I, uh, but, but at the same time, like, I don't want people to, to think like that's all I got. Like, I don't want to be pigeonholed, you know? I got something you can pigeonhole. <laughs> Duh. Fucking falling in love on some tits, dude. Keep talking while I turn the lights on. It's so okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, you know, you, you've been on a lot of podcasts. Yeah. But, you know, uh, these podcasts don't really get in depth as to, uh, you know, who you are, your start in comedy. They just do shtick and make fun of you. you More know, or less. And, uh, you know, don't take you seriously. I mean, you're a funny dude. <laughs> Thank you, as uh, are you. Well, I know that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I paid my dues, brother. I got a long way to go myself. I, I just hit my sixth year. Well, what got you into comedy? Um, it's always sort of been a long time coming, but and I didn't even know it. Uh, when I was a little kid in, like, uh, what what's uh, elementary school? Yeah, uh, I was asked, hey, what do you want to do for uh, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I didn't actually mean it back then because I had no idea. It was just like a job saying, I'm a policeman. I'm a fire. I want to be a fireman. I said, I want to be a comedian. I had no friggin' clue what that actually entailed. I was mostly used to like sketch comedy and whatnot. But, you know, anyways, flash forward about 27 years, <laughs> more or less, uh, I always I've been list I started getting more and more into st listening to stand up in particular guys like John Stewart or pa and and especially in particular Patton Oswalt and it sort of just finally 
I finally, you know, after listening to like a Patton Oswalt, I'm like, okay, I really need to force myself to do this. A friend of a friend took me to an open mic at Ha Ha Cafe. Sorry uh, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Hey, it got me hooked up with one Marty Foster, which was for better for worse. Who's Marty Foster? Exactly. That, that fucking hustler. Dad. Who charges comics five dollars to bomb in front of other comics? Can I tell you, I'm the co-founder of that place, and I still people tell people not to go. I mean, uh, I couldn't. My comedy career was going so bad. I wanted <laughs> my picture on the wall at that shit box. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got my two pictures on that wall because you know me and Marty are friends, and I help and I helped him little things. But I wasn't like a big help. I he let me be a co-founder. The co-founder. What do you mean he let you be a co-founder? Like, like I, uh, after he got banned from the Haha ha Cafe. Why did he get banned from the Haha? Because ha? <laughs> he was making joke. He was making jokes on stage about the owner and his wife. But like, he was just jo- joking. But you know how these comedy ma- owners, uh, comedy club owners, can be. Even, it's a comedy club, and they don't have a sense of humor. Right. So, I certainly so, know that. Oh yeah, sixteen years, dude. I'm sorry to hear it, but at least it worked out. Well, uh, I'm not sure if it's worked out, but it's <laughs> it's getting better. Yeah, exactly. I love you. It's all good. Yeah, and much love. Man. Indeed. Uh, so, I went to he, uh, Marty. I met at the Haha ha Cafe. First of all, part of I have Asperger's, and part of it is anxiety. I have constant, like twenty four seven for real anxiety, bad stuff. And when I got on stage for that very first time at the Haha ha Cafe. I don't know. I probably was doing bad, but I don't know if I was doing good or bad. Uh, it was the best I ever felt. I was uh, to this day. It's extremely surreal for me to not feel anxiety on stage, and that's the only place. And that has its flaws too. Once I get off stage, all the anxiety I didn't have on stage and all the anxiety I would normally have on stage off stage fucking flood me like a goddamn anxiety tsunami. So. Like, what do you get the most uh, anxiety about? I'm scared if I did someone wrong or they're mad in my head, I perceive them being mad at me or or I think I think people are belittling me or thinking or looking down on me as anything or or I just generally think I did something wrong. It's usually I'm blaming myself. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I self-loathe. Like I was listening to some podcast you were on, and I really do forget which one. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And no, no, I, I, you know, I listen to so many just to see what the competition's up to. Gotcha. Uh, and the guy was like, "Well, uh, are you retarded or artistic?" Like when someone says that to you, that that must, uh, you, I mean, well, it depends. Does that bother you? It depends on who it's coming from. Like I could, if it's come from a Don Barris, I would be angry. But if it was coming from me, yeah, I know you're you're just perfectly stick. Yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, for me, I just, I, 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 I even do your voice back at it. I get it. it. It's one of the few things in actually that don't go over my head that much. I mean, it used to, but like you and a bunch of ever pe- other people in the community at the comedy, let alone the comedy store have sort of helped me evolve as a human being, not just a comedian. Yeah, but you're a great guy. We're always just kidding. I it's love like you guys. When you asked me uh, for a ride home that one night and- <laughs> Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, sure, man. No problem. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. uh, 45 minutes later, I'm in Calabasas. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, like, I didn't make you ever do it again. So but well, I it, would give you a ride again. I just, I, you know, sometimes dude, it's you were you were awesome. You didn't let me put gas in your tank and you bought me a bottle of water, even though I was going to give you money for that as well. You're you're one of my best friends in the world, let alone stand up. And I uh, d- 
the, the, I thought there was going to be other guests. The fact you're having me on alone, that means a lot to me. Actually. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone else dropped out. So, it was, no, I'm just kidding. Just, you know, <laughs> much love. Much love. Well, indeed. Much love. Anyways, uh, Marty Foster, this guy that ran the open mic there, and that's how he came to insult. In, in, insult. I don't think he meant to insult them, but he insulted the owners, and they, they booted him out. And the next week, he calls me. He's like, hey, I think I'm going to start my own open mic. I'm like, okay. So he let me come in, helped helped him look at like paints for the place and stuff like that. And he's just generally my friend. And he, I asked him, hey, can I be the co-founder of this place? Just sort of to feel like I'm part of something. And he's like, absolutely. And I did little odd jobs. But ultimately, I, the thing with me is I can't do normal jobs. Even if I'm good at them, I ultimately get so anxious that I, would be, I could become a liability. So... I don't want to be ever a liability for anyone. So like I, I, I take myself out of the situation. I, I just, I got, I know, I know where I got to stop after I've had enough experiences in the past to know when like the anxiety is getting to a point where it's going to explode in an inappropriate fashion. And I don't want that because I love everyone. Like what's the worst thing that's happened after? Uh, Would you say these are panic attacks or anxiety? I, I, I thought panic attacks and anxiety attacks were one and the same. I, someone told me they're different. I, I can't even begin to fathom how. Uh, in, middle, uh, in middle school, they put me in this middle school before we moved to California. I'm originally from New Jersey. Moved there to here 16 years ago. Southern For California. what? Why did you guys move out here? We just always wanted to. My dad uh, we had always said, hey, let's move to California. And we were like, yeah, sure. And his jo- he got a job transfer with his job. He's been selling – he's – been selling thread for for since he was 17 and he's 72 years old right now and looks good by the way yeah he they we got good jew jeans well uh well, you I know get, yeah, yeah you, you're a good looking guy though you got yeah. good jew jeans good jew jeans yeah i uh, listen i'm i would not i'm not one to call myself handsome honestly i think including myself all autistic people tend to be very ugly people why do you say that because most of the autistic people i've met including myself are fucking ugly. I mean, you're not ugly, dude. I mean, you might be, you know, you might want to do a push-up or something. But. Yeah, that, that, I'm working on that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is either self-loathing or, I mean, this is how I honestly feel as well. I'm, and I'm willing to be wrong. I, I don't mean to insult a whole, generalize a whole species of people. Well, I think you just did, though. I know. I don't, I said I oh, don't, you don't mean, mean to. It. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just saying this is my own insecurity about it. Well, I, I honestly I don't hate other autistic people, but I tend to not like them because of my own feelings of inferiority, and that's not their fault, obviously. That's me. Yeah, but they're also uh, stealing your gimmick, man. I mean, it's a <laughs> hell of a gimmick you have. I mean, that'd be great though. Not a gimmick, anyways. But it could be though, dude. You could I, be like. I don't want to be like Josh Blue. Someone was making a good point about like Josh Blue, is not a. Downs, uh, not Down syndrome. He has Down syndrome. No, she's no, no. That I, makes it I, even terrible. Palsy. There we go. J- good lord. There's a world, world dif- of a difference between cerebral palsy and Down syndrome. Please excuse me. Uh, he has cerebral palsy, but people don't call him a cerebral palsy comic. They call him a comic or a comic who just so happens to have cerebral palsy. That's my goal. Like I have to start out by talking about autism, but ultimately I want it just to be part of the act. But I'm not. It's always going to be me. I can't not be me. But I'm not an autistic comedian. I'm a comedian. Right. Like, I, I don't want to be... It's sort of like the same sort of generalizing and belittling that even I was sort of doing 
even if I'm just being joking or not, you know, like I, I granted, I love people and I try my best to be good to them no matter what. You get past that. <laughs> you know, what? I finally I was talking to Jesus Trejo. And very funny uh, comic. Very funny. He helps me out a lot with shit uh, comedy wise as well. And oh, what were we just? Oh, what, you're what not was an autistic comic. You're yes, just a yes. Comic. Uh, oh fuck! I fought. I I I lost my I lost my place. That, that's right, that's an autism thing, by the way. That like I uh, like I I have so much going on in my head that like that it just. It's all good. Dude. I'll I'll find my way back. I'll find my way back. Anyways, the point is I I. Yeah, I don't want to be an autistic comedian. I want to be taken seriously and become a good comic, you know? Well, like, you already are a good comic. You always thanks, get a lot man. of laughs, dude. Yeah, I just... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm basically scared of complimenting myself. I'm like, not. Like, well, I, th- thank you, and I get it. No, but, I'm talking about myself. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I got I'm that, too. I'm fucking great. You are? No, I'm not great. You're, you're great to me. Yeah, but... I'm no. not just saying that. I'm not just blowing your load all over me, dude. <laughs> so uh, you've been doing comedy like six years. Six years. Just hit six years. Uh, got a long way to go. Who doesn't, man? Right. I, I feel like people don't say it enough, though. Be, like, I think I feel like people can be too arrogant sometimes. Like, I get scared just with the feeling that I could be braggadocious about something. By the way, I, I, I ain't shit. I'm not trying to make it like I'm. I'm a goody sh- two shoes, definitely, but I'm not like pure. Like, I, the, dude, most of our conversations are all about tits and wrestling and yeah. uh, roast battle. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, about covers it. This might be a real short but, podcast. By the way, I lo- I loved when you called me a, a pol- what was a Polak? I was yelling. I was yeah, yeah. about you said something anti-Semitic for your for your character in roast battle and. <laughs> You're like you fucking punk. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if anyone, uh, and there's a <laughs> there's a lot of fans of uh, uh, the show who've been to roast battle. You so know, much fun. You know, you've seen Josh jumping up and down like a maniac. Yep. And that's my and job. Then, uh, we do uh, the uh, roast battle and stuff. And you yeah. had a good time in New York, right? Oh, dude, it's so much fun. Me and my dad made a vacation out of it. It was great. Ate so much food. Really should do a push up. And some sit-ups, too. That's all right. You know, you just, uh, I mean, you got a good build. You're a big guy. Yeah. I'm, I've started dieting again, and I'm doing all right. Like, I'm trying not to overeat. I've, de- I've been doing better in terms of not eating in the middle of the night or, or and, like, sort of doing, like, appropriate meals and exercising. I'm doing yoga once a week. I'm Where do you do that at? I got this. Uh, my friend Cherie, you've probably met before, the one with the tits. Well, I'm sure she likes to be known just as Cherie, not the one with the tits, but she does have them. No, I know. I'm, she I'm, was a guest on Inappropriate Earl. Uh, sweet. She's wonderful. Under an assumed name. But. <laughs> my my bad. Uh, no, I love Cherie, and she, she she's a professional. She's basically doing it for free. I'm trying to, like like I would anyone, to pay her back in any little way at least. It, it, yeah, she, she's super cool, and she's going out of her way for me, and I really appreciate that i try my my best in general to be a, a grateful human being because i see a lot of people being ingrates and you know do unto others you know you you don't you, you see something you don't like you try to be the opposite yeah you're like the nicest dude in the world so it, well, yeah and people i like yourself i appreciate you believe in me because that's all i got really like you, moses puts me up because he believes in me oh yeah how did you uh come about getting that uh i because i remember uh 
uh, I think I came aboard Roast Battle maybe a month after they had started yeah. it. I don't really remember you on the ones I was on in the early days. How, yeah. how did you uh, get that role on Roast Battle? Well, mo this was back when it was basically first starting. And I, I, Mo Moses is one of the first friends I made at the comedy store. He's always been very... Brian important. Moses, for yeah. those of you... Uh, not knowing who we're talking about. <laughs> Brian Moses, good comedian. Great guy, good comic. Very good. Very good person. And he's one of the first friends I met at the comedy store. And basically, we there's always an open mic before the roast battle. So, you know, I'd come up to do it. And he liked the cut of my jib. And as a friend and a comic, he believed in me. So uh, this boat, he figured out a role for me on the roast battle with the chantings and everything. And, and he also... As a comedian, he's like, yeah, I'll give you three minutes basically every week. Uh, and that turned into five minutes for the most part since we've like been upgraded. And uh, yeah, I, 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 it's awesome. And I'm glad I have, I'm unlike a lot of people, I get at least once a week to perform in front of normal people. Because for most people don't know, as a comedian, you're mostly performing in front of other comedians when you're practicing. That's it's open the fucking mics. worst. Uh, I was just I just did rock paper coffee before. This is a place on Sunset. Open and mic on Sunset. And it just like Marty's, it rips your soul apart. Who is the host tonight? Uh, Brian Moreno. Okay. He's a good guy. He's yeah, just he's a nice guy. He he the worst thing he used to do he doesn't do it anymore. He found he figured a way to still do it but not do it that would take people's time. He would do as soon as the time started to do the open mic, he would do twenty minutes at the top. Well, that's cool. Which is yeah, I mean he's the host and everything, but like it's a little aggravating. What if you have someplace another open mic you want to go to or you you like what if he did twenty minutes at the top and 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 I'm trying to get to you and I'm number one on the list. I'm like Fuck, what if I don't get to you on time? But listen, he figured out a way to do it a half hour before the open mic starts, so it worked out. Well, who the hell would want to do 20 minutes at a goddamn open mic? I mean, these people in this town are outrageous. Fucking A. I just, just, the, the, there are people that are complete psychopaths. And this, as a comedian, I know that's saying something because we're fucking fucked up as is, but we're not, we're at least safe. Like, well, like, there's some of these maniacs running around who have and I am just being objective with this that really have no talent at it that even if they're in there, some of them are still doing it after like more than 10 years have no chance. And I mean, good for them being courageous enough to keep going at it despite having already failed, you know, yeah, I've been there, man. Yeah. Like I, I like if someone if so, if the community told me to stop doing stand up I would stop doing well, you it. You shouldn't listen to anyone. Yeah, I I I know. I'm I'm gonna keep at it because it's the only thing I've ever. This is allegedly the first thing I've ever been good at. That well, I'm sure you're good at other things. Jacking a, off. Definitely good at that. I'm how many? A, I'm uh, a master of masturbation. How many uh, times a week do you jack off? Uh, I want to get say a good five a week average. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, some what happens sometimes is I'll jerk off too much and sort of run out of seed. So you gotta give yourself a couple days to sort of reload. Wait till you get to my age. Oh, dude, yeah, blowing loads on tits never seemed harder. Someone gave me this uh, webcam girls uh, site that's been hanging out at tits. the comedy store, and uh, I literally jacked off six times in a fifteen-hour period. <laughs> Last time I came, dust came out. <laughs> Hello. Oh. I just imagine the sound coming out of the dick. Well, the first load, it was. <laughs> and the sixth load was a. 
my just, dog. It's like, uh, it's like an explosion of dust. My dog woke up. She she was like, "What the hell's going on?" So. Who who just who turned on the vacuum? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you don't like, need a yeah. You don't need like a wet nap. You need a vacuum. Well, sometimes you know when you got those big greasers come out, but Jack, what's the name of that porn star with the big fucking like string loads? Oh, Fa- I know. Peter North. Yes, there you go. Perfect. Four Court North, Peter North. Dude, he, he no, used, Oh, go ahead. No, no, he used to. Uh, I don't know if he drank it, but he took silver, like the actual uh, compound of silver. <laughs> and uh, they said like he would you know, shoot these, you know, big loads. I've so. seen it. I've he he. The best thing with him is he's always fucking big. Fake titty bitches, which is my my kind of girl. So 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 I know. Plus, also I've watched enough porn that you start recognizing dudes, which is kind of sad, but whatever. You're right. I actually know more guys' names than I do girls. Like I, I, I'm a, I'm about even keel. Maybe I could I'll, name twenty guys' names right now. I could maybe name three girls. You know, the, uh, I can name maybe three. Okay, Peter North, Ra- Randy Stone, uh, uh, what and who? Oh. Evan, Evan Stone. Stone Evan mean. Stone, thank you. Randy West. Yes, thank you. There's a great documentary on Netflix called The Life After Porn. Right. I always wanted to watch it. They have a good, really good. It, Mary Carey's in it and everything. And Randy uh, West is yeah. uh, in it. And, uh, Here's the thing with guys. Evan Stone. You watch him enough, you realize you can tell whose dick is who. Like, like you can't do that with most po- male porn stars. Like, I, I can If you put, show me a picture of Evan Stone's dick and told me to guess. I'd know because it's peculiar looking. What's pe- I've ne- I don't really watch a lot of porn in all seriousness. Yeah, What's- because you get chicks. I'm I've I've been laid once to a, uh, to lose my virginity two years ago. I'm 30 now. And it was a hooker, right? Well, practically, it was a prostitute at a massage parlor. Which massage up. parlor? Uh, Give I this place a plug. Why not? Momo's, I think it's called. Oh my, Momo Spot. I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you have. Good happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy hour, happy pleasure. Well, most comics could do a Zagat's guide on massage parlors. I well, mean, you know that already exists. What is it? Something maps, hand maps, wet maps. Uh, yeah, I think uh, moist maps. Um, uh, yeah, I know. What you, I don't know. What, uh, I, it's I, a ma- yeah, it's there a, is something. It's out a there. real apt. It's a real app apt. It's apt. That's an app. That's crazy that you know someone did an app for massage. Well, parlors. it's 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 P to P, meaning <laughs> I know how that just sounds. Meaning it's mainly fueled. It's sort of like uh, Yelp. It's it's mainly like put together by people who go to these places as well. Like people can put in their own, and the places themselves can probably put in their own listing too. But did someone take you to this place? Or? Yeah, yeah. Someone who cannot be named. Why I can't not? lie because this person would get super pissed. Are they a comic? I'm not even gonna say. You gotta say that, dude. I gotta. All right, podcast. it's a comic. I can at least say okay. that. But this person, this you, uh, I, I'm not gonna tell you who this person is because I used to in the beginning. Here's the thing, and this is part of the autism, but it's not exactly. It's from it, but it's me in general. I basically do not lie. Like there's a, like you're uh, you're I, I've gotten to the point where I've gotten better at sort of like omitting, but well, that's get not past lying. That. What? You'll get past that in the world of comedy. I see. I no. I couldn't. I see. I don't. I I'm six years in, and I'm I still. I I oh that's the thing I was talking about with Jesus Trejo going backwards, uh, about the negativity. I th- they say a lot of people they come around less, especially the comedy store, because of all the negativity that's there, and. I almost felt like that. And then Jesus Trejo gave me a talking to. He's like, if you, I asked 100 people if Josh Romanos was a good person, jo- uh, 
let me say again. If I, if I asked 100 people if Joshua Myrowitz was a good person, 110 people would say it and that I should keep coming around as much as I like to the commie store because I'm a bright spot. And that I almost cried. That was really meant a lot to me. Red Band said something nice to me, too. What did he say? Just like, don't let anyone scare you off. You're fine. We're all on your side. Oh and yeah, man. I feel I feel I feel moist in my 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 tear glands. I just bet talking you about do. <laughs> That'd be awesome if I could shoot jizz out of my eyeballs. Not on my couch. Well, maybe. You, you never know. I, I'm a bit of an exploder. So how was the experience? So you go to this Momo Spa, which I think is on Santa Monica. By yeah, Kirsten. definitely has to be along Santa Monica. Yeah, there's like three on the corner of uh, Santa Monica and La Cienega. You would know. Uh, I would actually. <laughs> uh, so you go. This guy or girl says, "Hey, I want to take you to this place." Yeah, and I, I, I had been very adamant about it because to me, just for me, not I, 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 prostitute hookers, they're fine. But like, I was at 28 years old. It was basically already late into my life, life that it kind of feels pathetic that I have to lose my virginity to a prostitute. For myself, that is not anyone else. Everyone, everyone's fine. This is how I feel about me. And by the way, yes, I am having an argument with myself. Anyways. This is great podcast, though. I, I don't have to say anything. Exactly. You're I, like the perfect podcast guest because I can ask you a question. And then, uh, you know, I'm like right now I'm looking on your Twitter page, which uh, yeah. let me give out your Twitter address Absolutely. right now. It's at Autistic Thunder. And I want you guys and girls to look up uh, Josh on... Uh, Ask me questions. I'll answer everything. Like YouTube. Uh, but here's how you spell his name if you look him up on Google. It's yeah. uh, obviously Joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A. And his last name is Myrowitz. M-E-Y-R-O-W-I-T-Z. There's also a scientist <laughs> with that name. Yeah, so. I found that out. I, I wikipedia did it because I was surprised. Uh, I'm not changing the name. Do people yeah. really know that much about him? I'm, I'm sure. Granted, he's obviously famous in this field, so why can't I be famous in my with mine the same thing? He's not. He's not doing movies. So just look up Joshua Meyerowitz comedy. Yeah. And a bunch of he's got a flappers clip online and. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm I'm all right. The I gotta get a better. By the way, talking about this, I was talking about this. I think with Johnny Laquasso, another another comedian, good guy. About having the, like, make a good video clip, otherwise it's hard to get booked at places. Yes, it is. It's hor Isn't that horseshit that you have to, like, like you can't just get by by word of mouth anymore? Yeah, but some people might be bullshitting and saying my friend's funny when Yeah, granted, awful, that is true. They're, you know, oh, this girl's funny and, you know, she's just fucking the guy, so. Yeah, that uh, that's true. I, I did not take that into consideration at the moment, but... At the same time, uh, it's it's a struggle. I, uh, I I I really need the. Perf I'm only capable of fifteen to twenty minutes at that point. This point, and that's about right for someone who's been doing it six years. Yeah. Jo oh, I gotta talk to you about this. Well, we'll get back to the. Okay, so you know George Perez, f another fellow comedian, great comic, great comic, great guy. He had me do this sh show at this bar in Orange County called Second Base. Dude, this place is like Hooters except. They're not even they're not even dressed like sort of like playfully sexual. These women are in outright bikinis serving beer. It's great. Dude, the tuckuses on these women. 
and some some of the titties too. And were they nice to you? Yeah, uh, yeah, they were. You know, they were pretty lazy. That it's their uh, in the kind of a situation where they have to be nice. But like, I feel kind of creepy, not just gawking at them, which I do. But at the same time, like I'm trying not I'm trying not to be a creep and be a good person because that's who I am too. And but I admit I gawked and I I, I get the feeling they're cool with it because they do that job every single day. And plus, it's not like I'm saying anything creepy or even thinking anything creepy. I, I, the most I talked to them was asking them for a water. That's it. Like like and I got water and they were nice. So go to second base if you want to see some TNA and get some. On Tuesdays for George Perez's comedy Oh, absolutely. Show. Not I, George Lopez, George uh, Perez. Yes, yes. Good guy. Very funny. He kills the show every time. He's excellent in general. And uh, I, I'm going to do that like every three or four weeks now. Well, how did you get to roast battle on time? I was amazed at that. Oh, yeah. No, me too. Originally, a guy I was traveling with, Joe Marisi, another Great guy. really good guy. Saw him Re jogging on the uh, boulevard today. Yeah, he, he's a he's he's a really good comic. He's an up and comer. He's got something to him uh, like my, uh, like I would think myself. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm not trying to force force compliments at you, Errol. <laughs> no, you got a great look, man. I mean, you know, we all, you know, you got you can do 20 minutes. I mean, Jay Leno once told Rob Schneider, "All you need is a good 20 minutes to be yeah, a star." Exactly. So. I oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, so that's, okay. you're already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So George had me do a show, and he's like, "I've never seen you cut loose like that before." I'm like, "Yeah, because I'm only always only go even get." Jesus Christ. It's all right, dude. This is I'll not unusual it, for me. <laughs> I'll edit the stutters out. No, don't. People laugh. Yeah, see, that's a, another good thing why I'm glad I had you on, because some of these uh, self, self celebrity guests I have on want me to, like, edit, like, the whole fucking podcast, and it's like, yeah, I, uh, you know, come on, man. Let's just let it roll. Yeah, I have my dignity. It's all good. I Plus, if I don't laugh at myself, I'm a shithead. Like, right. Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, is your comedy uh, like scripted? Like when you go on stage, you know, I'm going to do this joke. I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F. Or do At you this just... point, mostly, yes. Like I, I, I have a hard time writing jokes. I have to get together with a bunch of guys like Brenton Bilcombe, who's another good uh, comic. Nice, second nicest guy in comedy next to you. <laughs> I might be the second nicest guy, and he might be the first. He Listen, might be, dude. He's, I, he's so nice, it's almost like this guy can't be that nice. This guy goes out of his... Well, I had a really bad bout of depression a couple months ago, and this guy Me came too, up, dude. Yeah. Well, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm good to talk to. I'm the guy, if you go on the road with, I'm, I'll keep talking, so I'll keep you awake. Um, someone told me that I'm, I would be, I haven't been on the road yet at all, and that's my goal right now, just to be good enough to not even make money with it. I just want to, this is why I brought up the George Press thing. He, he told me, why don't you cut loose like that, like you, uh, for the most part. And I told him because I'm mainly only getting three to five minutes all the time. No one's giving me eight to 15. And he's, and he's like, I'll find a spot for you somewhere and we'll go. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not even holding him to it, but like that'll be great. And I hope I'm not putting him on the spot by saying this. on. You air. actually are. But that's all good. That's how you get things in this business. Well, I'm not trying to do that to him. Well, it's I, too late, but it's all good. Most right. Well. It is too late, but. As long as he he knows I'm coming from a good place, he he wouldn't be as friendly as he is with me if he didn't know. I just I'm talking about it because I'm honest. This is what I live. This is what I live and breathe. So George is the best. He man. really is, and he, dude, he kept telling me, "Dude, you want me to get get these girls to fuck you?" I was like, "Can you?" 
He probably could. He probably could, dude. He's a real smooth, smooth talker. He really is. Dude, the ass, he, it looks like he already gets from that job at that bar. Anyways, so I'm, I'm, I have people believe in me. Jesus might find something for me. Uh, Jason Rouse. Like, I, I have people who, once again, believe in me and even have a, some sort of pull in their life to maybe do something with me which would be great because i fucking need the experience badly you wouldn't even have to pay me i'd love to don't go on the say r- that whatever you do that's what <laughs> i used to say and then you don't get fucking paid and then you get asked well you don't drive right you don't No, i don't drive why not because uh too, they- uh, too, too much anxiety oh yes 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 do you think you will ever drive depends on the c- c- circumstances but probably not like but you know what that's good. Gives me more time to leave my mouth flapping, so so it'll keep you awake. I would love to go on the road with you. But I, I, by the way, I'll accept the money. I just, you know what I mean when I say you don't have even have to pay me. It's just, I'll try not to say that in the future. But at the same time, like, that's how deadly I need experience right now. Now, what got you into pro wrestling? Since I was a kid, dude. Born what was your favorite? just like video games. Was uh, all time favorite Shawn Michaels for sure. Shawn Michaels. This is a guy who, even though he's now retired, it had great matches when uh, in his in the eighties and nineties. Then had his back problem, had to retire for a little bit, and also like straightened out his life when it came to drugs. And I think this was one of the few guys where like getting becoming a born again Christian was a good thing for him. I don't listen. It's ne- religion is never a good thing. Anyways. But he was him and Sting were never the same after they found God. Pretty much, but it, Sting, the uh, wrestler, not the yeah, bass player in the police. Correct. But with Sean, it cleaned him up because he he was known to be a major like drug whore or something like that. Anyways, the, the, have you ever heard the story about him and uh, uh, what's her face, Tammy Sitch? The, what's uh, her name? They hooked up, right? Well, it was uh, what's the name? What was her name when she was in the WWE? Sonny. Sonny, thank you. Sonny and Chris Candido were what? Husband and wife or just boyfriend? Yeah, recently departed. Or not recently. Chris Candido uh, died in the early dead. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were husband and wife, but I think Shawn Michaels was boning her. Yeah, what, what it was was, and so was Bret Hart. <laughs> they're, they're, they make a reference to it in a promo they did in the late... Uh, yeah, didn't... Uh, Sunny days. Shawn, yeah, yeah, Shawn Michaels, uh, for those of you not huge Burst. wrestling fans... Uh, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels was cutting a promo and he at Bret Hart at Bret Hart and he said something like you'll see sunny days again and Bret Hart was married at the time or is married yeah so a lot of cheating goes on in the pro wrestling almost as bad as the comedy store pretty much anyways uh so Shawn Michaels uh okay so Chris Candido, I guess, the, I was sh- trying to do a short version since I don't really know. That's all that good, well. dude. We got time. Exactly. But, you know, I'm just trying to figure out a story. Okay, so Chris Candido gets blow. And I forget who he says, yeah, if you, I'll give you some, what was it? I forget. Either way, the story ends up with Shawn Michaels both taking his blow and fucking Sonny. And Chris didn't know it until the end. Well, that's cool. That's a classy guy. <laughs> Real classy. Uh, anyway, Shawn Michaels got clean. Thanks to God, whatever. And had even better matches than he did in what was probably his prime. His prime was when he was an older man. Like, that's crazy. That's like me. Yeah. Dude, d- tuck off the hair and it's like, what, what? you're like a reverse Samson. You 
took off your long hair and now you fucking wrecking puss. I think I'm the same age as Shawn Michaels. Dude. I might be older. You're looking good for your age. Talk about some Jew jeans. Uh, but have you ever seen that? Uh, I was telling someone about it tonight. Uh, one of those WrestleManias where Hogan and Michaels were fighting. and Oh, uh, yeah. And R- R- Shawn Michaels overselling it. Yeah. That's what made the match. It he was, was supposed to lose to Hogan. He didn't want to. Right. So I, I'm assuming Vince McMahon said, listen, you're going to lose. So uh, for those who know the current like thing with CM Punk, the whole make Roman Reigns look strong. That uh, it's uh, if you're familiar with modern day contemporary wrestling, it's basically a guy. The W Roman Reigns is right now a guy. WWE is trying to put over strong. But the audience cares nothing for the guy, basically. Any good that he once had has been squandered. And people, all they want is Daniel Bryan, which is awesome. Uh, and and CM Punk, who recently is now in the WC, WWE, UFC. he's in the UFC, and he left the WWE. He quit, got fired, at, in a sense. At, no, technically got fired, but basically quit of his own accord. And he said they would always be like, in this match, make Roman look strong. And right. it's insane. So, 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 basically a similar thing happened with Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan in the mid-2000s. And Shawn Michaels was like, uh, fuck you. And proceeds, anytime he gets hit by Hulk Hogan, to just, like, flip himself all over like he just got hit by Popeye. Yeah, cool. if you can uh, YouTube. Uh, it actually enhances the match in a hilarious fashion. It's a fun, like, uh, If I you think- have WWE Network, look for it. <sighs> YouTube's got a really daily motion clip uh, with pretty funny, like you know, circus type music to it. Where like <laughs> yeah, Hogan They're... barely touches him, and Michaels do like three backflips, <laughs> like Ric Flair style bumping. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, but so wait, anyways. So right now, I'm, WWE has been really shitty, like to the point that their like developmental stuff NXT is better than the actual like on tv product it's what well, you have to watch nxt on the network right uh you don't actually you can watch it on there or hulu plus if you have hulu plus it's on there so that right the day after so lucky lucky for anyone who doesn't have wwe network uh, but has hulu plus and you can probably find bootlegs somewhere on the internet it's the internet or you can ask a certain uh, comedy store employee for their password pretty much we're pretty done Pretty cool about that. I don't have WWE Network. I, you know, I love wrestling, but not enough to want like a whole thing where I can go back and watch matches. Cause, cause I'm I'm more interested in new matches, like or new newer matches. Uh, there, Right now, I'm really hardcore. I've always been hardcore since the mid 2000s into indie wrestling. Right. I we, we got to get you to this pro wrestling gorilla show, one way or another. You're gonna. Listen, if Tony Hinchcliffe, of all people, good comedian, great guy. Great guy. Kill Tony. Very yeah. popular podcast on the Red Band Network, exactly. Death Squad. And he got, to, he got to come there for like half a show, and then he had to leave to do some stand-up. But just the half he got to see, fucking, he's like, when are we doing this again? And I usually go with like my buddy, Paul Ayer, who's a good guy and a good comic, and I go with Matt Edgar, another good guy, good comic, and great very guy. nice person. And we're lucky we most of these guys we know are nice people who are also good comedians too it kind of goes hand in hand don't you think for the most part uh yeah there's a good group of uh, guys at the store you know probably about 10 or 15 yeah well anyway someone to hang out with if you can't find the other one anyways uh 
indie wrestling pro wrestling gorilla is awesome that's like the number two if not number one indie company in the entire nation of the united states i uh, it's it's so excellent by the way, he uh, for Earl Skagel just turned on a uh, Monday Raw. Night Raw. We got Raw on my new television, and we've got the big show battling Daniel Bryan. And w- listen, Daniel Bryan can pull a good match out of anyone, but the big show—it's not even the twilight of his career. He got it. He's got to stop. Well, he's got to like lose some weight, man. I mean, well, what happens is every time this happens, he goes for a sabbatical, loses all the weight, comes back. Now he's on the road again. And, you know, what else are you going to eat? I mean, this is the leanest he's looked in terms of because usually he'd get really fat. This is the best he seems to be uh, in terms of fatness, but being on the road. But, yeah, he's become terrible. And he's just like a lot of things in WWE. He's being pushed on us like crazy, even though he's an old guy that doesn't need it. He's already had enough pushes. It's not and it's not like he's a totally bad wrestler. He's definitely a good promo, especially when he's funny. But like yeah, Big Show needs to go. Or as uh <laughs> because of the way it's pronounced in the song sort of, people on the internet call him the bog so. Yeah, it's the bog so yeah. he, he's uh, I really thought his uh peak was when Hulk Hogan pushed him off the building. <laughs> And I thought, I really thought, oh, fuck, he just fell off a 40-story building, and then he came back two minutes later yeah. to, uh, uh, you know, wrestle the NWO. And then he joined the NWO. Yeah. That's when the NWO started going down, when, like, guys, like, it was just, it should have been a three-man uh, operation. Should, yeah, yeah, the Outsiders and Hulk Hogan was the perfect. Yeah, I mean, when, when you had guys like fucking Virgil one. coming in. And, <laughs> and then, and then Wolfpack and LWO. And then Stings and it re- it Red NWO. Yeah, yeah, way yeah. too many. Kevin guys. Nash is the leader. Who's, he's only a good promo, his wrestling. Yeah. Greatest businessman in the history of wrestling, possibly. He's a terrible wrestler. He was maybe a little better in his youth, but, like, Especially in his diesel years, but like it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he had a nice run. He's not a great wrestler, but you know, most of the popular wrestlers of all time really weren't good wrestlers. Yeah, especially Hulk Hogan, and that wasn't good for Hulk because he he's turned out at, at in latter years to be a complete douchebag, uh, just a horrible person. I'll go on the record. It's not slander if it's true, or is it? With, with what? Hulk Hogan. Going on, a, what are you going being on? Being a right? scumbag. Well, why do you say that? What do you? Uh, well, where warrior? do I start between like making sure he always went over, like when when like he got prime spots where he'd make a lot of money over guys who actually deserved it, or when his son caused this the the car crash to become a for for his friend and his friend. Why can't I talk like a fucking human being? Jesus, dude, I'm I, gonna have to have this in subtitles. Yeah, I, I really. Really? Let me ask you one question. I'm like hey. Jared Levin right now. Good lord! No, you could at least you could understand Jared. Uh, Fuck you. Anyways. What do you think of uh, Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan. What? Yeah, Josh. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I'm I didn't not... even sit, start speaking. I, I maybe I'm too excited. Maybe I gotta go work one off, dude, in your bathroom. Well, that's not gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> didn't you uh, have sex with a flashlight once at the comedy store? Yeah, I tried to at least. So, but you couldn't get it up. No, I could get it up. I just couldn't get out. Like that was one of those things I was talking before, where I masturbate too much, and it just either takes too long or just doesn't happen at all. Like, it, but I'll always be hard. So at least right. I got that going for me. That happened with the massage parlor prostitute. 
where let's I like how he got it out story. in the end. What? Let's go back to that story. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going all on. over the place. Yeah. You, you go to Momo Spa. Your friend says, I'm going to pay for you. Yeah. Did your friend say you're going to have sex with this girl or did, was this? Yeah, a- yeah. That's the whole plan. Not just like a blowjob. Like full. We're not talking about happy ending. We're talking about great ending. That- so the girl like meets you. The friend pays for you. And, and you my guys. Friend, yeah, my friend. You take it for you. I wasn't there. So you tell the story. Right. My friend. Okay. So my friend drops me off, tells me all the details. Like you give, he gives me $150, $50 for the front lady, this old Korean lady to, to let you in. And they didn't let me in for two hours because I'm a clean cut white boy. So I look like police. I look like I'm undercover. And, and so they, they make me wait two hours in like the hot June sun. And then they let me in and then they make me wait another hour just to be sure. And so this, uh, this girl finally comes and she, she's a fine ass Latina with fake titties. It was awesome. Fucking. <laughs> she, she massage, she gave me a, mas- a massage and uh, I didn't even let that go like more than two minutes before I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do this thing. And she knew what I was talking about. She flipped me over, but before I wasn't hard at all. Because I was really nervous. But as soon as she flipped me over, my dick was hard as a fucking rock. I was ready to go. She smiled. She brought a con. She got a condom, put it on me, started sucking me off. It was great. I let that go for maybe five minutes before I was like, get on me. And fucking rode me like cowgirls. And how fast did you come? Be honest. I didn't. Actually, that's what I was trying to say. I didn't come fast at all. It took me 20, 30 minutes because... I masturbated so much, and 20, I twenty thirty minutes. What are you, an accountant for Enron? You well, didn't that, fuck well, for thirty t- minutes. I'm not lying. Once again, I'm. I don't embellish. I, I. I'll tell you when I'm embellishing something. I lasted somewhere between fifteen and thirty minutes because I masturbated. Well, that's a big stretch. So fifteen to thirty minutes. It was either fifteen minutes or thirty minutes. Which no, is no, it? somewhere between there. I listen. I lasted at least fifteen minutes. Let's say that. Okay. Okay, but uh, like I. That's we're talking ballpark ballpark estimates i'll give you a ballpark <laughs> god i hope i'm being funny on this podcast anyway well, it's a tough audience yeah fuck anyways so, so you come and the girl says thank you <laughs> come she again she has to jerk me off so hard to get come at me she's ripping hairs out of my pubes also i have a small dick so like well how you- small is your dick it did look pretty small when i saw it but that's yeah. all right yeah i might be a grower not a shower i have no idea i've never gotten it properly measured but I'm, I, I, it, it seems like I'm a small dicked person. So not in a bad way. I just uh, small dick. That in itself is bad. Anyways, I'll never pr- ever to properly pleasure a woman. Uh, yeah, but you can like go down on her and stuff. Yeah, I can. I can do things to make up for it. Plus, there, there, there isn't there a girl. And listen, these women, they can all be cunts, dude. They could lie to you and say, hey, I don't mind small penises. They work for me. Well, if you have enough money, they'll lie to you. <laughs> Pretty much. That's one. Of, by the way, one of the reasons I can't wait to go on the road, getting a ch- chuckle fuckers. Get some. Puss. Well, they sure are out there. You can get them at the comedy store, too. Yeah, I just got to figure out how to do that. Anyways, not living with my parents, granted. Uh, anyways, so. <laughs> anyways, she, uh, my, I got lube from the condom on my dick. So it's hard, like, to get a good grip because my dick is small. Hold on. I got to ask you. Are we talking about the fleshlight or the whore? Oh, the whore. Okay. Like, I I couldn't get jizz out at all with the fleshlights. I'm so sorry. I'm all over the place. Okay. 
Anyways, she's jerking me off so hard she's pulling out pubes like crazy. It was, it didn't hurt because I was so into f- trying the fucking jizz. Like my adrenaline was up. Like I was, she finally did, uh, and I said thank you. She got me. She brought me a water bottle, and then I left. She and didn't give you a hot towel. I, I was already hot, man. I'm a fat guy trying the fuck. No, the hot towel's to clean off the jizz. No, she had me jizz into a hot to- towel. She had me jizz into a towel. But you were wearing a condom, right? She took the condom off because it was too slip. But even with the condom off, the lube of the condom was making my small dick slippery and you couldn't get a good Oh, grip. I got you. I, I am so sorry I'm not good with the details until we... Well, you were there, bro. So I gotta add you. I, 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 but there's so there's so much. I, I usually go in a particular order, and it's not a bad thing. I'm just trying to figure this out with you. Okay. So she has me. She takes off the condoms, jerking me off so hard I have to jizz into. Uh, I have to. I do jizz. I asked her if I could come on her tits. She obviously said no. Uh, well, I'm sure for another fifty dollars you could have. Granted, I didn't have another fifty. Also, I did. I didn't tip her because I didn't know I was supposed to tip. Well, yeah. You think this girl fucks guys just to get no tips? No, I thought the hundred dollars I gave her was was. I have no, listen. I'm not a dick. I just didn't know. Like, like I so, so I was talking about it with someone after the fact. I'm like, now I feel like a dickhead. Well, I'm not a dickhead. I just didn't know. Yeah, it's all good. Man. I didn't have. Extra I mean, who cash cares? You 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 shortchanged the whore. I mean, <laughs> she did. Hey, nobody took it out of me. I think she was like. She figured I was a uh, special, you know. There's yeah, yeah, I'm sure that didn't take long. <laughs> Did uh, you wear your Pantera shirt while you were boning? I, I wore some sort of rock. I, I don't remember if it was a Metallica, ACDC, or Anthrax shirt. Now, what got you into that kind of music? I don't know. It was just what I grew up on. Uh, like, first couple years of my life, you know, I was a little kid, so I listened to Michael Jackson. Like, I didn't know better. I mean, Michael Jackson's good, don't get me wrong, but... You know, then my brother started getting me into misfits and metal. I have a twin brother, fraternal. He has no disability. He's that's why he's good with women. Anyways, among other things, I have Asperger's and he's an asshole. What do you mean? You know, what's Asperger's? That's I'm, the form of autism I have. High functioning autism. I thought I explained this. Well, no, you said you. I thought you said you had Asperger's and you're autistic. No, that's one and the same thing. Oh, okay, it's Actually, called. I didn't know the, that. It used to be. They ca- used to say it's on the spec- autism spectrum, uh, something like that. I honestly, there's so, so much details people get, get people whether it's my parents or my doctor give me over to, over time that I'm just trying my best to articulate to the best of my ability. Obviously, not the best ability, but I'll live. I I I I'm making it through, aren't I? Oh, you're doing good, man. The <laughs> wacky business we're in. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I, I God, I wish I wasn't. Uh, this much of a stammering fuck like yeah dude i mean this uh, podcast is going to be broadcast to japanese people because they're going to think they're listening to japanese I, let I me ask you one more question yeah. about pro wrestling what i'm what, listening i'm listening to you but you got to look at me for the hand signals oh man. okay okay let me ask you one more question about uh, roman reigns what do you think of roman reigns <laughs> i love you anyways roman uh, reigns is a g- Call me what you will. Anyways, Roman Reigns is good. He, but he's one of these guys Vince gets hard on because he's got muscles and he, and he, and he. But he's he's what they call somewhat green. 
Like he's still learning his craft. He's not like Daniel Bryan, who was in the Indies for more than a decade before they brought him in. Really, was he there that long for ten years? Pretty, pretty much, or just about, if anything. He, he, dude, he was like CM Punk back then, like the top of top guy in the indie. In excuse me, in any like ro- like Ring of Honor and the like. Like he's this is a guy who who wrestled his ass off. And still continues to. This guy wrestles his ass off so much that they make the WWE change their plans for any event just because they don't have Daniel Bryan going over. At least for sometimes. Anyways, Roman Reigns is good, and he he was good when they had him not really speak that much and do his moves as part of Shield. And now they got him on his own, and they're trying to make him into another John Cena, which. Nobody wants. By the way, the thing and the thing with Cena is they're trying to make with Cena they tried to make another rock. And Cena's not good with the insults. He's just he's not he's the way they book him is shit. The way they book Roman Reigns is shit. And he deserves better than that. They could they they just the problem is the audience is sensible enough that they don't want shit forced on them. And they tried to force Roman Reigns on this when the, Daniel Bryan should be the guy or Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins or any other guy that's there, like Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler has been there WWE-wise WWE longer than any of those guys, and he's had only a world heavyweight champion run, and it was short because of his concussions. The guy's never had like a top, top title, and they th- – I, they're so, they say on the internet it's because he sells so good it makes the other guys look so much better. So he's a guy they'll never like put at the top. He's always going to be a mid-card title guy, which sucks shit if that's really how they go about it. Because this, this is a guy who made this past Survivor, Ser- Survivor Series work so well. The, like it w- it, They couldn't have gotten that performance out of anyone else other than maybe Daniel Bryan. And it's just – it's a shame. They're, and if they don't have Daniel Bryan be the guy to face Brock Lesnar, they're ruining a great story. Nobody wants Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Nobody want, even wants a triple threat with Roman Reigns, Daniel, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Brock Lesnar. We want Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. A, a true uh, Davy and, Go- D- D- and Goliath? Yeah, yeah, those two Jews from the <laughs> Bible. Now, am, I, am I saying? Oh, God, I sound like such a retard. Uh, that's all good. That's why I had you on the show. Yeah, man. great. Thank you. Explo- you're not. I mean, here's the thing with you. You're exploiting me, but I don't feel bad about it. because. Yeah, because but what am I supposed to do? Not have you on the show? Because <laughs> you stutter and stammer? i got to have you on the show. It makes for great radio. It, feel, it feels better doing it with you than it would like someone like Don Barris. Not to talk shit. I'm just... Well, yeah, we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah, I, uh, that's something I'm very sad about. Anyways. Was that the friend you said you lost the other day on Facebook? Pretty much. Okay, that's all. You guys, you know, it ebbs and flows up there. Yeah, but, like, he put it on himself. He put me in a situation. Here's the thing. When it comes down to it, I don't let people take advantage of me. I'm not anyone's fucking retard. It's one thing when we're having fun right now, and you're uh, you're busting my chops. So it's not real exploitation. You're you're my friend, and you're busting my chops, and it it gives me thicker skin. It's only when someone has a whole deal that makes like exploitation of people's disabilities. I don't feel exploited as a disabled person. I, 
I feel like I'm getting my chops busted as a fellow comedian. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, yeah. well, I'm not going to get further into it. We'll save it for a different thing. But you anyways, and Don will be buddies. Yeah, at some I point. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I hope we, the, we, 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 I hope the air is cleared. And yeah, at least, at, at, at least civility. I don't want him feeling awkward. I don't want to feel awkward. I, I'm a, I'm someone who brings love, so when these situations happen, I go I get depressed, man. Uh, don't worry about it, man. We're yeah. all doing our thing. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Daniel Bryan should be the one to fight Roman. Not Roman Reigns. Uh, he's gonna do that. This what is it? Is the twenty second fast lane? I think. What? Fast lane. That's fast the pay per view, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, seriously, it has to be Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. So I was talking to Steve Simone, another great guy, great comedian. How? That's the number one nicest guy, maybe. Yeah, you, him, and Biddlecomb. It's a three way tie, man. Oh, you're too nice. Much love. Anyways, Steve said to me, he texted me, if it's Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, he's taking me to WrestleMania. <laughs> I might be going to WrestleMania with Hinchcliffe so we could watch Sting. Yeah, Sting versus Triple H or Sting versus Taker, whatever, whichever one they're doing, it could be fun. But like, they they might be, they've already fucked up a little. First of all, Sting is completely out of shape. Like, they're the point, the the point to the fact that they're obviously trying to cover it up is when they had like a Sting come out, a Sting come out last week. It was a guy in a fake wig. Like that totally was not his body type at all, and it was it was pretty funny that they're trying to pull the yeah, wolf. Yeah, but like that's that was, on Sting. That was one of the best Sting moments ever when uh, the NWO was in the ring and they had like thirty Sting. Yes, I watched out. that the other day, and B- B- Buff Bagwell punches one of the Stings in the face, and he doesn't react, and the crowd just lights up. And there's another one I just saw it for the first time. I put it on Matt Edgar's wall where uh, <laughs> NWO is in the ring. A, a fake sting drops from the rafters, rafters, and uh, it's clearly a dummy, and it crashes through the the ring, and you can see the rope moving, and they're clearly putting the real sting, you know, in, in the harness, and uh, just like the moment we were talking about before this one, I love the sting moments where he's wearing a mask over his makeup, yeah. and he takes it off, and it's like completely. Well, that's what he did. Like so, they Hulk Hogan and I think Mr. Perfect put him over the ropes. And uh, then uh, Hulk Hogan's like, I'm going to wipe the smile off his face. And he touches him, and then the real Sting takes his mask yeah. off. And, and he couldn't get out of the harness. Oh, so, that's so right. So it's the best, because you can see every wrestler in the ring, Scott Hall, Mr. Perfect, Bagwell, I think Six Pac. Right. Uh, they all had to improv and go to him. Yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't like get that final hook off. And Good was, old days of botches, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was a real funny botch. Uh, what's what? Speak of which, have you ever watched the botchamania videos on There's YouTube? There's too many of them. Yeah, hundreds well, of them. The the original, the first one hundred are actually the best ones, and then the ones on are good, but they like. I think it's best if you get like certain references, especially he goes with video game references a lot, but which is fine. It's nerdery as is. So, yeah, but. Watch at least the first 100. They're really funny. Or at least the first 200, if anything. Trust me. Time go by. Especially the first ones aren't that long. And it's just fun to see all the fuck-ups over the years. Like... they, It's sad that they won't... He won't... uh, Maybe I'm sick uh, in in this way, but... uh, I like seeing the ones where the dude breaks his leg. Have you ever seen the Sid... Sid I can't watch it. You know what? I thought I couldn't... I can't watch it if i'm seeing the actual leg break but if it's under like a boot or like some or or like a, a like a jeans the sleeve of the jean 
I, it doesn't bother me. But if I saw like the bone through the skin, oh, I won't have it. But like, like, oh, Sid jumping from the set. Well, is even the second rope and the fucking his leg snaps. Oh, so gnarly. Yeah, I mean, you'd think, you know. I think I'm desensitized, honestly. He never. Well, could you watch that Japanese stuff, right? I watch a lot of Japanese animation, and it kind of. No, I mean the Japanese wrestling, where they're like really violent. Dude, well, we're not even in that regard. We're not even talking Japanese wrestling. First of all, that's what I was talking about before. Indie wrestling. I've been hardcore in recent years into Japanese pro wrestling. Japanese pro wrestling, right now, is like quickly following up WWE's like trail. Like right. if I'm I'm using that phrase completely wrong, uh, I'm not saying it com- right. I mean, it's all right. My audience doesn't really care about grammar. Yeah, they just want to make fun of me. It's all good. Much love. Them. Anybody. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm not making fun of you. I know. I'm 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 playing with you. I'm I'm, I'm I, I you're my friend and I love you. It's all good. Anyways, so recently, me, Ron Funches, Matt Edgar, and my other buddy I mentioned before, Paul Lair, we got together. They had. Uh, Jim Ross and Matt Stryker commentate live in Japan, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's WrestleMania type event called Wrestle Kingdom. And it was awesome. Now, normally, you don't even need Jim Ross and Matt Stryker. The Japanese commentators, first of all, most moves are in English anyways, and they're so excitable that even if you don't understand what they're saying, it's so endearing. So so it make, it's like, dude, whenever there's a a lariat it's like a, a goal in soccer in spanish they're like lariato lariato right and it's it's so much fun but jim ross and matt striker added to it seeing jim ross call anything really brings sport the sportiness to it but here's the problem with in that in a sense not it's not an actual problem but the best there's a phrase on the internet that i like in canada it's tradition in mexico it's religion in Japan, it's sport. In America, it's a joke. Right. Pro wrestling. And then, so in Japan, it's already got this tremendous sports atmosphere. So Jim Ross at, certainly adds to it, but even without him, like, it feels like you a real, like, sports event. Like, as if it weren't, like, stories. Plus, there's really not too many stories other than I'm stronger than you, I'm going to fight you. I, no, I think I'm stronger than you, even though you're really strong. Let's fight to prove who's stronger. Or I want that title. Let's fight for it. Like, there's not like the only guys doing sneaky shit are very few, and they're usually comedy wrestlers. And, or right now in Japan, they have a popular all foreigner, meaning all white dude, uh, white and black. Well, that's dude. good to know. It's called <laughs> duh, something 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 black people. Anyways, called the Bullet Club. It's a pretty popular group. They're basically a pache, a pastiche, past. They're basically a, 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 a homage to the NWO to the point that they actually do the too sweet thing as well. Okay. You would love them. The young bucks are in them. Jeff or Jared just, they're getting to the point where they're finally starting to bloat like the NWO and sort of be like, all right, that's enough maybe. So to the point, Jeff Jarrett's now part of the group. Oh, he's the worst. Pretty much. Does funny shit though, but hey, and we wouldn't have gotten that Wrestle Kingdom special on American pay-per-views without him. So so at least he's he, he's a good businessman in a sense, but horrible booker, horrible booker. Is he the booker? Not of New Japan, but like TNA. I mean, that was badly booked, whether it was him or not anyways. But he would book himself to be the champion like most of the time. So it was very annoying. Now, what about the rumors of a Goldberg comeback? 
That's up to Goldberg. I think Goldberg's done, man. I think, I mean, I can sort of understand it looking at Brock Lesnar since that was the match, he his very last match. And he maybe, that'd be great almost in a weird way if he came back and had a match with Brock Lesnar and fucking actually tore the place up. But because, I think Lesnar's going back to UFC. Oh, yeah. that they, they, they Yeah, after WrestleMania, he's losing that title. There's no way he's not losing that title by... Some people say he's going to lose the title fast lane and leave. I don't know, man. I think they'll hold on to him for WrestleMania. Oh, dude, they'll give him mucho money for fucking WrestleMania. That's going to be a good WrestleMania. You got Lesnar and uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan. You got Sting, Triple H. Can I say uh, it's good on paper? Cena and who's Cena fighting? Uh, who knows? And then Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker, possibly, if we're not getting Sting versus Taker. Yeah, they need uh, You can't have Sting versus Taker. You can't. Put in two guys. Maybe save that for another year. If, if well, next year's in Texas. Oh, I, that's I that's that, uh, that's where 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 that's Taker's where home. I think what they should do is uh, that's a good place to do state. That really is the best place you could do Sting versus Taker. Actually, you have Sting versus Taker. You have them, you know, a couple minutes, and then you have like a run in. Where, no uh, run-ins. Come on, You got man. to. Dude. You can't have two it's guys. It's one thing when, when Ric Flair had, had Arn Anderson come in and do a spine buster. That was awesome, but that was very quick. People are so sick of sort of almost American way of pro wrestling because, like I said before, it's become a joke. Like, yeah, but, dude, we, we you want... can't have two guys in their fucking late 50s, 60s uh, wrestle by themselves. You got to throw Say that a... to Shawn Michaels and Undertaker five years ago, five, six well, years ago. Well, they weren't... F- Undertaker's oh, dude, they close were to sixty now. Sting oh, yeah. is fifty-five. He looks like, yeah, he's. You can't have. You gotta his have. His knees are made out of glue. They were made out of putty. But you gotta have Rollins or Bray Wyatt or someone Ziggler right. even to Triple take H the bumps. interrupt the match. Listen, you can't only, have Triple H. He can barely move. You gotta actually, have a Triple young H guy. Is pre- listen, Triple H is pretty, doing pretty good for his age. Him fighting Daniel Bryan this past year was excellent. But you gotta have because Bryan can carry the match. You gotta. Have, <laughs> yeah, granted, that's true. Yes. You gotta have Daniel Bryan can get a good match of basically anyone. Undertaker can't move. Sting can barely move. You gotta yeah. throw in a Ziggler, a, a I Wyatt. I gotcha. You maybe Bray Wyatt. Maybe it's a triple threat. Bray Wyatt's the upstart. Yeah, and you just have him. Maybe you have. Make uh, it, but don't make it a run. And maybe you gotta make do it someone run, already. Ma- you gotta have match. something in the mix. And- I I I basically agree. It, but there's one thing when you got the Arn Anderson thing I referenced, or Shawn Michaels as the referee to Triple H. And, and Undertaker, where it's a spectacle and it works really well. Now, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's very hypocritical, but uh, the WWE doing tributes to Black History Month when <laughs> you literally can't find a company that's been more disrespectful to black people than the WWE. I mean, more or less, yeah. If you Triple, think of, oh, no, no, TNA's been pretty bad, though. Yeah, but TNA and late, la- latter years, WC, well, no, WCW, pretty. WCW was calm, but you look yeah. back at some of the characters on uh, WWE. Oh, yeah. Back when it was WWF, you had Junkyard Dog, who was a black dude who came to the ring in a dog collar and got on all fours and barked like a, a savage pit bull. Dude, you, you, yeah, any black gimmick was a racist gimmick. Whether there was Papa Shango, Kamala. Kamala. Nation of Domination. But Kamala, for those of because I don't know if a lot of the younger fans know who these guys were. Kamala yeah. was a bla- huge black dude. from Big, the, fat black like, dude. Like, you know, Uganda. Who just act- recently lost his foot. Both no, he lost both legs. Man. Oh, both legs. Talk yeah, about a diabetes, guy who's, man. Who's bitter, man. I want him on the podcast. Boy. <laughs> I don't know how he'd get up here, but you know, 
he, he was like some savage beast from Uganda. It turns out he's just from Philadelphia. Well, same difference, Uganda, Philadelphia. But, uh, yeah. you know, slick, the like the yeah. black pimp. Uh, you know, Tony Atlas was a buffoon. I can't tell if Ahmed Johnson was racist in itself. I don't know. Mark Henry. Mark Henry was cool. Sexual chocolate was fun. Yeah, but, you know, did sexual chocolate, chocolate when he was just some horny, you know, morbidly strong black dude <laughs> fucking may young and then she gives birth to a hand come on the, the guy in the hand that was funny that was that, funny that later, oh my years, god years later that was a great moment and i think pat uh, not pat patterson but uh, uh who's the guy is his uh partner is uh, briscoe throwing up in the oh, delivery room when art truth did pretty racist one when art truth did pretty ricky was that a gay character? No, but it was him basically doing a Chappelle-esque character, and then he did like on the street vignettes as Pretty Ricky, and it just it wasn't working, and it was pretty kind of. Well, know, I know they crazy. also uh, Orlando Jones. No, no, it was Orla- Orla- oh, well, Orlando. What was the black jo- guy's name? Orlando the Jones, gay one? right? But that was his name, right? Orlando Jones was yeah. The he did guy. like some wacky gay like golf no, character. Pretty, he, in TNA, I think you're referring to. They had like his very first episode. He had like fake cum blasted on him. Not even joking. There's pictures online, and he came out with his own twink. Like here's the problem with Orlando Jones. Jo- Jones, actor Orlando. Here's the problem with Orlando Jordan. That's right. I knew it was Orlando Jones. Jones is an actor uh, from Mad T who used to be on Mad TV. Okay. Anyways, Orlando Jordan was a terrible wrestler. So having him do anything, that's a, yeah. By the way, I just want to clarify. I don't know shit. This is just stuff I, I learned from the internet. I know. That's why I had you on the show. You're too kind. Anyways. What do you think? This is Rogan's show where I have scientists on? <laughs> no, you have me. Uh, what? I guess I could be called a smart mark or whatever. Rogan's a big fan of yours. Doesn't he like laugh at your stuff at roast battle and stuff? I've never seen him laugh at, at roast. Well, I've I was never trying seen to him. set you up. You was hoping Rogan's laugh. He's laugh fuck, at your stuff. Fuck yeah. I, we're talking about the chant or me doing stand up. Well, I don't know if he's ever seen you do stand up, but I mean, he seems to enjoy your. Uh, well, I'm glad he enjoys it. I, I, I wish I wish I could impress with stand up, but I don't think I'm. I could ever do that in the first place. Not this being mean. I think his tastes are. I don't think I'm at a point in my stand-up yet where I could impress you someone like George. Yeah. Who cares, man? It's all the same. Oh, I just shit. I have nothing but respect. Give uh, love, much indeed, love. much love indeed. So, what we were talking about? Uh, we we're talking about uh, oh, that Orlando. Uh, Orlando Jordan. Jordan. Yes, he he was a terrible wrestler. That, but and that's not the first time. Uh, wrestling has been bad with gay people. Uh, Billy and Ch- you telling me Billy and Chuck's gay wedding wasn't uh, <laughs> painting homosexual uh, unions in a good light? It was two guys who weren't gay in the same. Well, similar I don't know thing. about that. But hey, listen, it's a they're characters, anyways. If it, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that, I, especially since I'm not a gay guy. So I can't. I don't know the feeling of anxiety a gay guy would have towards things like that that to me though was the last great swerve sketch <laughs> like we're uh, not gay we're pretending hey we're not gay uh no offense but if i was gay i probably wouldn't marry chuck <laughs> and then eric bischoff uh, youtube billy and chuck's gay i gotta wedding. look at it again i only remember the vignettes well they- it was just that everyone was like playing their part so well like rico right. Rico. Oh, yeah, that's right. That guy turned, became a cop after he quit. He was the gay wedding, like, He's organizer. A, yeah, he was, like, fucking, or Jackie Gata. 
who was a uh, terrible wrestler. Great tits, though. Uh, well, that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no offense to the women wrestlers. Oh, no. We, we mean nothing but respect. We just love tits They're as great well. athletes. But. Absolutely. Trust me. That brings me back to the indies and NXT, the developmental spot of, for WWE. Women wrestlers are insanely good. Now, do they... What uh, NXT... I don't watch it. You but, need to. But, I mean, is it one two-hour show on Monday nights? No, no. It, what it is, it's an hour show... On Wednesday nights on WWE Network, and then it gets put the next day on Hulu Plus. And then when they have a special, it's two hours. But it's done like so. Jap- they don't have pay per views. They have specials. They have specials on the yeah. And you and have to watch it on. The I would network. watch a pay per view. They listen. If they put the same program they've been putting on for the last like year or so, they've been doing an extremely good job. It's almost like, like Triple H. If he's telling the truth, I would go see them on tour and. Yep. It's like he's booking it for like the style that it's like halfway between the WWE style and the indie style. And Triple H in that interview he did with Steve Austin said he's doing that on purpose because he wants something different, at least when it comes to that. I I hope if whenever Vince fucking gets a coronary or I don't wish death on anyone, but well, you'll get past that. (laughs) Yeah. Do comedy another few years. Yeah. I now do so. uh, WWE stars come in and do run-ins and shit? The ones who are the ones who are failing, uh, kind of failing for the most part, like uh, Emma or Curtis Axel, like or Cesaro, like the ones. By the way, Cesaro's was already well. He was never underrated. He was like Daniel Bryan. He was an indie darling, and he's extremely underrated in the WWE. They gave him the brass ring, and then they snatched that out of his hands. He's a guy that should be at the top right now, and they fucked him they fucked him so hard and it pisses me off well, i'm sure he enjoyed it oh you i thought you meant they literally i mean as long him. as he's still making money i'm happy for him but at the same time he's a guy who deserves like top build stuff he's an excellent wrestler now what do you think of the guy i uh roasted uh, on roast battle the great oh john, john morrison, morrison great lucha uh, what's he in lucha yeah lucha underground he's on there as johnny mundo i know right he should. He can't be Morrison. Why couldn't he have gone with his last name of Hennigan? That was a perfectly fine last name. Now you had a big part in that uh, roast. Yeah, I got to be a. I got. I bought a referee shirt off of off of uh, Amazon, and I got to be the referee. If they ever have me again, I still have the shirt. They're probably not. Well, who knows? I mean, I'd uh, love to have an extended job where I get to make like hand signals and other cool stuff, but like pre-planned, obviously, because I wouldn't be. I'm not a good improviser for the most part, or at all. That's all good. No, no, no one is really. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Ziggler's cool. He, yeah. uh, I, I'm trying to think of what I say. Stop flashing the light at me, unless you I'm not flashing the light at you, dude. I'm looking at. How, how oh, we're doing okay. Time. I feel bad. I'm sorry. That's flashing the yeah. light at you. Bra la, Anyways, oh, what were we talking about? Okay, Ziggler. Oh, going back to the flashlight. Johnny actually, bringing Mundo. Up Zig- bringing up Ziggler. Uh, okay. So remember when uh, back in the comedy store. Uh, Dave Taylor, who's a paid regular there, and uh, Jason Tebow, who's a good, very good comedian, nice guy, hangs out. And they used to have a thing in the middle of the night just for us comedians on like a Wednesday, uh, just fucking around, talking about stories that are happening around the comedy store. And it was the same night as uh, Sam Tripoli uh, doing his naughty show show. And on that show, they had a contest where they were giving away a fleshlight. Now, I don't didn't need a fleshlight. I, 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 I knew I wasn't going to like one because old Righty has been doing me well all these years. 
Uh, but I thought it'd be funny because they want to win this flashlight. You'd have to get slapped by a porn chick. And I thought that'd be funny if I went up because usually people don't want to see me get hurt because they they're good friends and they care about me. So when they saw me got up, they're like, <gasps> no, and I'm like, no, it's OK, guys. And I got slapped fucking hard, like and more than once. And it was funny. I won the flashlight. And then when I went up to the show that Tebow and Dave Taylor were running, they're like, hey, you want to try the flashlight out? I'm like, OK. So I went into uh, Tommy's personal ba- bathroom and tried Who's Tommy. I don't know who that is. Well, yeah, exactly. Anyways, it's what I, most people say. I went into one of the guys that run the comedy store's private bathrooms and tried it out. I couldn't just it just I met what happens is I masturbate too much and I run out of seed practically. And so so I I think also there was pressure on me and I just couldn't I could keep keep it hard, but I couldn't get jizz out. But but Ziggler was there not watching, (laughs) but Ziggler is there. He's like, you have fun with your toy. I'm like, you're damn right. I'm I'm, I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Come on. All right. Well, we are at. Uh, I think that's a good way to. Uh, we are at I'm an, an hour and twenty minutes. Dude. Oh fuck and yeah, we had fun. Well, see what my goal with uh, guests like you is to have people listen to this and then go. I want that guy to come back. So we can't. Yeah. We can't. I, uh, I hope I did a good job. Oh, you did great. We're not quite done yet. We got like another minute or two. But uh, yeah. my goal is for people to go to your Twitter page at Joshua Meyer. Oh no, any- no, at Autistic Thunder. Yeah, at, at- Autistic Thunder, all yes. one word. Um, and then you can ask me questions. Yeah, ask him questions. I'll Trust me, it. he'll answer them. You also, uh, this is where we plug everything you're doing. You also oh, thanks, have man. some uh, really funny movie reviews on your Facebook. Yeah, uh, my my they they come from my Instagram account. Uh, I start I so the autistic thunder name comes from a bit I do with if I was an autistic superhero, and I enjoy watching. Conan O'Brien's video game reviews where he just gives an incredibly arbitrary like point system that ne- that constantly changes and never makes sense. And a lot of people around the comedy store in particular are like, dude, why don't you do movie reviews online? Just put, go on YouTube or whatnot. And I would. And uh, so I give him a, a number out of five autistic thunderbolts. Right, it's like a thumb. Your thumbs up like for Siskel instance, and Ebert. For instance, uh, Kingsman. Recently saw it. It's a fun movie, and I would have given it four out of five autistic four out of five autistic Thunderbolts, but I'm giving it three because I've already seen The Raid two, and I'm The Raid two can desensitize you to movies that are like it but not as good as right. Raid two is an Indonesian martial arts uh, flick that's fucking awesome. The The Raid and The Raid two are like must see like cinema, and the second one in particular is super gory, and the action is excellent and you go and see kingsman and it's a very fun movie but if i had not seen the raid i would have given it a better review but i have seen the raid too and so the all the cool violence cool fun violence and martial arts that were in kingsman just wasn't enough so still a solid three out of five i don't do in between numbers like in a half or a quarter because i like to keep it simple because i am a simple man in my head now what and we'll end on this just uh since we've talked about pro wrestling a lot and yes oh uh, trust me i could go go deeper down well i'm sure you can (laughs) have me back i I find uh in uh, this is my second time on the show i know dude but you did uh, thank you with uh, mad edgar and i think sandy yeah Uh, but i find uh you know gabe gabe uh 
Gabriel, uh, what's his face? You oh, know, Gabe Killian. The, yeah, Gabe Killian. Was that, or it was the week after, and that's where, like, you're glad I answer and I'm loud because he won't. Yeah, he, he, Gabe doesn't talk. Gabe's, like, the worst podcast and guest in the world because he holds the mic. A great yeah. guy, great comic, yeah. uh, horrible uh, MMA uh, gambler. <laughs> um, and uh, he's the worst podcast guest in the world, not because he's not interesting. He's very interesting. Mm -hmm. But he believes in holding the mic down by his ankle and speaking away from it. So and he not, already speaks very low as is. He has yeah. a very low uh, It's not register. good acoustics. Yeah. So. Uh, love your Gabe. Anyways. Love you, Gabe. What did you think of the movie The Wrestler, since you're such a big pro wrestler? Definitely guy? four out of five autistic Thunderbolts. Uh, when I saw it, I might have given it a five of excitement. But I try to give myself just a little more time before I decide. I almost should have given jupiter i gave jupiter just as a side note i should have given Ju jupiter jupiter ascending a two out of five now that i think of it i gave it a three out of five i liked what it ha had it, it had promised but it kind of failed on a lot of it so maybe i'm now down to a two out of five on that but my point is the wrestler i have to give myself a little time to think about it again four out of five it's a really good movie it, res it basically resurrected uh rourke's career and rightly so it should have and it's it fucking Marissa Tomei's hot as shit. I that's the only thing in the movie I didn't buy that guys weren't getting lap dances from her. She was so fucking hot. And a lot of rat songs in the wrestler. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is your kind of movie. Hot tits with wrestling and fucking uh, Motley Crue. Uh, now uh, this is the last thing we'll end on. As a Jew, what? How many uh, Thunderbolts would you give uh, Schindler's List? Never saw it. I don't uh, want to. It's too depressed. It's the same reason I don't want to see American Sniper. Usually when it's about really sad, real-life things, I tend not to watch it. If someone said to me, you have to review this movie, I'd do it. But I don't, I don't want to. It's too depressing. I like everybody involved, Spielberg, Liam Neeson, Ralph Fiennes. But in the end, I just, I, I'm never going to watch it because it, it's the You know what happened when I was little? When I had to go to synagogue a lot to, to, for my bar teaching bar mitzvah stuff and by the way as soon as i got bar mitzvah i fucking ran away f f like hell i really i don't disrespect religion it's just not for me i i want to live my own. i'm not even anti-religion i don't care just trying to live my own life put my feet in front of each other and walk away Anyways, aren't we all brother exactly. well we'll get into that uh religious shit uh on the net, you'll be back for more, as Rat would say. And, uh, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to plug? Like any shows coming uh, up? Uh, just roast battle uh, every Tuesday night at ten thirty at the Comedy Store. It they it's a free show, but you can pay for seats ahead of time. You reserve seats. Uh, there you know, are reserved seats if you want to. But standing it's a, room only. Otherwise, yeah, they will be uh, in the back with all the comedians. Trust me, it's the best five dollars you'll spend Seriously. to get a reserved seat because it's uh, it's insanity. Know. It's a fucking carnival, man. It's in, between the all n-word wave, the house. I like it when they called you guys a house racist because house hater doesn't work. It doesn't yeah, it even does come up actually, dude, because the heat was too. Uh, I got gotcha. you. You got too you much know, heat for the house racist. Too much heat, and uh, I got gotcha. you. I, uh, but you and Whitney as the house haters. By the way, congratulations to Whitney on her her success, recent success. No, Whitney's blowing up. Uh, I could uh, Larry King's aura station. Yeah, yeah. No, she's her tiny Whitney uh, Lee Rice. Uh, has a uh, the tiny tiny talk show is very funny and uh, she's a uh, frequent inappropriate Earl guest. And so, how? Uh, look uh, for her on Twitter, Whitney Lee Rice, very funny uh, lady and uh, real very up and nice comer. lady, very nice. Uh, so 
That uh, so that's about it. Just Twitter yeah, for roast you. Roast battle, and uh, every couple of weeks I'll do a, a second base, which is at eight. At, no, at ten o'clock on Tuesday nights in Orange Tuesday, County. Tuesday nights, Orange County, and uh, I probably have other things. Oh, I'm doing a, another podcast. That's one that other comedians don't want me to do because they don't want me being mean to. The there's a, it's this guy J- Jay Cooper's a good guy, but he runs this thing called podcast called what every what i hate about you and it's basically a podcast about like he'll ask other comedians what they hate about like in this case me and then he'll tell me the whole point is to be mean to the guest which is fine uh i ultimately wouldn't have done it but i committed to it it's kind of like uh yeah i uh, but it's gonna be fun i'm gonna have fun with it it's gonna give me thicker skin just like this has and I I should be grateful uh, that anyone's interested in being in any right. So so, fuck yeah. So that we're recording that this Wednesday. I think it's actually a live podcast. So look that up, Jay Cooper. Everything I or not everything. What I hate about you. There we go. And well, that's about it. Other than that, that's enough. That's a lot. Yeah, You're, you I do know. a set and get chance on during the roast battle. That's my my deal there. It's a big show. It's the number one show uh, in L.A. right now by far, and Absolutely. you're a big part of it. Thank so, you. Uh, I'm glad to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. We're all glad. You know, we're all uh, happy to be involved in it. So uh, that's Tuesday night at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room, 10:30 and uh, beyond. Yeah. I hope uh, I didn't sound holier than thou about anything. That's too late for that. But fuck I, you. <laughs> I don't. I don't edit anything. Oh no, no. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that's. I'm scared I came off that way. That's all right. Uh, you know. Who people, cares in the end? Who right? cares yeah. in the end? They just want to hear me. You know, and you. Bus you know, chops. Yeah. Bus chops and. Talk about phony wrestling and, uh, yep. you know. Uh, Fun times, dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you back on. We'll One, talk about the. Yeah. We'll get you on. Uh, more wrestling, more more masturbation, more anything. I'm I'm game for it all. That's every comic's life. So, uh, Fuck yeah. Check out Joshua Meyerwitz, Autistic Thunder on Twitter, and Joshua Meyerwitz on uh, Facebook. And, uh, you know, uh, YouTube, look at Instagram, just, but on, uh, YouTube, make sure you put in Joshua Meyer, what's comedy. Um, yeah. Otherwise you're getting a lecture. Yeah. You some, from some Jew in Germany or something. <laughs> uh, so, uh, York, he's well read. Yep. So, uh, thank you for having me on. It was my pleasure. And I hope to do it again even sooner. Oh, you will dude. We'll get you on again real soon. And, uh, for those uh, of you who care to do so, listen to us on iTunes inappropriate earl and uh, if you don't uh, do the itunes thing some people don't do you, you put it on same night i put i put it on this will be out tomorrow morning fuck uh, yeah listen to it on soundcloud which is a free site it's also free on itunes so uh leave a review and uh please retweet the link i send out it helps with the numbers and uh future guests coming on from the world of 80s metal and <laughs> yeah 80s actors any and, chicks i can uh, fuck <laughs> no uh, no prostitutes are lined up. So, uh, you're gonna <laughs> only to, prostitutes. Uh, you know, uh, I need a. I know. I want a girlfriend. We'll talk about that no, another you time. Uh, you know, f- you'll figure it out. We'll get. We'll talk about your yeah. uh, girlfriends uh, on the next or podcast. No girlfriends. So, guys, this is uh, inappropriate, Earl. Thanks for listening. All the support. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress, and uh, couldn't do it without you guys listening. Love you, Earl. Uh, Love you, dude. And, uh, you know, I do it for the fans. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm doing it because pure fun. I want to, uh, you know, get my comedy and my friends, uh, funny friends, comedy out to the masses. So support Joshua Meyerowitz. 
Support um, Earl Skakel. Support Earl Skakel, and uh, we will be back real soon on Inappropriate Earl. Much love. Much love.